I long to be, a magical trip report podcast. I am your host, Virginia. Today, I am so happy to welcome back one of my Disney dames, Maria. This time, she is joined by her sister, Chrissy, to talk through the plans for their annual sister trip to Walt Disney World. Ever since I met Chrissy, I have been hoping to get this dynamic duo on the podcast together. Separately, they are both a lot of fun, but together, they are incredible. You'll see what I mean very soon. Before we get started, I wanted to remind everyone that if you are interested in being a Trip Report guest, the link is in the show notes. I am specifically looking for people traveling in April and beyond. And now, before we jump into the interview, one note as you listen. Maria and Chrissy have plans to eat at Summer House on the Lake, and for some inexplicable reason, and in spite of the fact that they say it right every single time, I continuously refer to it as Summer Place on the Lake. So please forgive me. I'm going to blame it on not having had enough coffee the morning that we interviewed. If I had had some Joffreys, that surely wouldn't have happened, right? All right. With my confession out of the way, here are Maria and Chrissy. I am so happy to welcome back to the podcast, Maria, who listeners may remember from a trip where she was trying to convince her husband to learn to love Disney. And this time, she is joined by her sister, Chrissy. Welcome, Maria and Chrissy. Hello. Hi. It is so nice to see you both here on this this cold January day. Before we get into all the details of your fantastic trip, I'm going to uh, ask you to introduce yourselves a bit. So Maria, listeners may know you at this point if they listened to your previous episode. And if you did not listen to her previous episode, I encourage you to go back and do that. But can you just give us a, a short synopsis of who you are and how you came to fall in love with the Disney parks? Sure. Uh, again, my name is Maria. Um, I am a Pennsylvania-born New Yorker. I've been here now for over, a little over 10 years um, with my husband, Mike. And um, when Chrissy and I were kids, our parents, like every wonderful parents in the world, maybe not everywhere parents, but they took us to Disney World a couple times when we were kids, um, grew up like every holiday when there was a, a Disney movie that was coming out of the vault for the holidays. We got the Disney movies. We you know, we're very much Disney kids, even if we didn't get to the park all the time, we have seen like all the Disney movies. Um, and now I am a very proud Disney adult. So very excited to be going back. Um, when when Mike and I went down in October, our Uber driver from the airport over to um, Art of Animation had asked like, you know, have, how many times have you been here before? And I counted and that was trip number 16. So this is trip number 17 for me to Disney. So I'm very excited to be sharing that with my Chrissy. Nice. And welcome, Chrissy. Tell us a little, I, I imagine your backstory is very similar to Maria's since you grew up together. <laughs> but Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Crazy how that works. Who you are, where you're coming to us from, and anything else you want to note about why you love Disney. Sure. Um, I am, so the Kajano siblings like to be within like spitting public transit distance of each other. So I'm down in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, and I, like you said, my background is pretty similar to Maria, although I will say that Maria's maybe Disney adultness is like a little bit more than me. She's a little bit more proudly wear it on your sleeve than I am. I have a, I have a persona to keep as a in charge consultant lady. Um, Maria has a wonderful ability to have it be like very charming. So for me, um, going to Disney is just as much about spending time with my sister as it is being in this really wonderful and magical place. Um, and I, being a super nerd, I very much, frankly, probably more than some of the other places, like I'm an Epcot kid, like that idea of learning and entertainment at the same time is like very near and dear to my heart. I'm mm -hmm. very excited to wear the figment sweatshirt that you bought me on your last trip. I grabbed it for you. You paid me but back. Still, I'm very <laughs> excited for it. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, this is the only time in my life I will ever be walking up to a counter to purchase a figment sweatshirt. <laughs> I, mean, I I have a fondness for him, but he's a little bit like Stitch to me, like a little, little too chaotic. That's fair. You just yeah. made a face. Are you not a stitch fan? I'm not a stitch person. I'm not a stitch person. Yes. Yes. I okay. don't get There's it. There's more of us. People are obsessed with him. And yeah. 
I just like I'm not a fan of that movie really either. There's I I don't know. There's just something about it that just does not strike a chord with me. He's too chaotic. And then the whole situation with Lilo and her sister and like everything they're going through is really traumatic. And so it's very depressing for me. So I don't, I don't really like watching that movie and I can't relate to that in any way. I did not have that kind of childhood, but there's just something about it. (laughs) All right. Well, this magical sister trip is, is it going to just be the two of you? Yes. Uh, yes. Fantastic. Yes. We, we, we have a, we have a third um, member of our uh, Disney Pajano girl gang, um, which is our cousin Katie. So we did have to give her a shout out. Um, but Katie has a three-year-old daughter, Bella, and it wasn't financially in the cards right now for her to come. And especially without Bella. So um, we are dedicating this trip to Kate and all of the fun we're going to have. We are going to be sad just a little bit to be missing her. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure Bella can probably look forward to a little treat when you when you ladies get back. I'm sure. Oh, a hundred. A hundred (laughs) percent. Yes. Yeah. We're her little fairy godmothers. I was going to say, you're definitely the type that would be spoiling all of the little little people you have in your family. Um, Yep. Okay. When are your trip dates, first of all? Uh, January 18th, the 22nd. All right, January 18th. So today is January 14th. So it is coming up. That's really exciting. Do you feel ready to leave? I mean, it's so soon after the holidays. I am so ready. (laughs) Uh, Maria actually called me last week or on Friday. She called me and she was like very excited to talk about trip things. And I was like mentally not there. And so she called me maybe three days later and I had a whole bunch of things to talk about. And she was like, okay, you're finally on my level. I really needed you to be on my level. You just weren't there yet. And it was, you know, I had like, you know, all of that circle back after the holidays circled right in my face. And then once I got over that hump of the first week, it was way better. And I was like, now, now I'm ready. The other thing is that we're heading into the, like, I come home from this trip and then head into two or three weeks of work travel. So I'm very excited to have that, like, zen, like, it's not going to be a super relaxing trip, but it will be in certain ways. So I'm excited to have that before I go into all of this, like, crazy work travel where I have to be on all the time. Maria, I I don't have to be on in front of Maria, and I appreciate that. Right, and even though a Disney trip is not, like, it well, it can be relaxing, but but a lot of times it's not because you're running around doing everything you want to do. There's a difference in running around and doing everything that you want to do, and it's things that you're choosing to do, things that yeah. you love and bring you joy, as opposed to a work trip where you're obligated to be at certain places at certain times, and like you said, you're on, and then you go back to a hotel room, presumably, you know, spending most of the evening by yourself in this yeah foreign place or or wherever you are it's it's not not nearly as much fun it's a good lead-in and um you know we we used to do this trip in the fall um Mm -hmm. i love i think we both love disney decorated for the autumn holidays uh and one year we ended up going in january and we just realized that the temperature difference and the crowd difference that made it really worth it Um, It Mm -hmm. used to not be practical for me to do a trip in January because of the way my contracts were structured at work. Uh, Now that it is, um, it just, it actually feels like a real getaway because it's freezing here and it's cool in Florida, but it's not freezing. Right. And it's the kind of weather where you you can get warmth during the day and wear short sleeves and stuff like that. And then at night, maybe you just throw on a a figment hoodie and you're exactly. (laughs) There'll be lots of layers. (laughs) All right. So for this particular trip, where will you be staying? Uh, We will be staying at Pop Century. Unfortunately, the Skyliner is under uh, refurbishment, so not the best time to be staying at Pop, but the price was right. And I think there's a possibility that I think we're going to be there towards like the end of the refurbishment. So we may get some, some magic and be able to ride the Skyliner towards the end of the trip. I hope. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I think that even even without Skyliner, Pop Century is just a fantastic resort. You have such easy access to walk over to Absolutely. Art of Animation and and enjoy that if you want. And it's it's you know I think it's a pretty convenient location as far as 
in value results yeah, are concerned. I like it. And we stayed there last January, right, Chris? Yes, we did. What kind of tickets do each of you have? We both have three-day park hopper tickets. All right, three-day park hopper tickets. So you're there the 18th through the 22nd. When you arrive on the 18th, what time is your flight going to get there? Will you have a lot of the day to enjoy? So, yes, I arrive at 1.30 and Chrissy arrives at 12.30. So um, she'll have to wait for me a little bit at MCO and hang out. Um, and then we'll whisk ourselves over to Hop Century. Are you going to do like an Uber? Yeah, I think so. Usually we do. A lot of times we'll check the, the mirrors transportation service and kind of see like if there's nobody there and it's clear you're going to have to wait for a while, we'll hop in an Uber. We'll also do a price check. If the Uber is really surge price, then we'll wait um, because we don't have to get to a park or a party or anything that night. Um, but it kind of just depends on what the weight is looking like. I don't mind if there's a bunch of people there and you're like, okay, I'm going to get on a van pretty soon. Uh, but if you get over there and there's not a soul in sight, get me in a lift. It's just, it's still worth it. For two people, it's still worth it, especially when you're landing midday. Yeah. And I think right. a lot of people don't maybe realize that you can walk up to mirrors and see if they have room. And if you're able to get on a bus, you don't necessarily have to book in advance. So yeah. it's nice to have that flexibility to choose what you want to do. Right. Uh, our flights were actually much closer together. And then Frontier moved my entire flight up, I think, 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. right. uh, but I will, um, I will bring a book or maybe have a crafty project. I do a lot of knitting. I might have knitting in my bag. I'll entertain myself, but also I'm just going to be really excited and I'll probably be sitting outside her gate like this. I've been known to do that. <laughs> like, where's my sister? Where's my sister? Maria, what airline are you flying? I'm flying United out of uh, Newark. Oh, okay. yeah. My bags were definitely more expensive than my seat, but <laughs> getting to Orlando for under $200 is not a bad thing, my friend. For a two hour flight, I can handle a frontier seat. Yeah, no. When when I went in December, the the tipping point for me was that it was the round trip was only two hundred dollars. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, but with the the flights, do you know what uh, gate each of you will be coming into? Is it B? I don't it's know. Not C. I will not. I guess be, what I'm asking is, it's it's not, not C, C, right? It's I not. I will C. not be in the new terminal. Okay. It will not be in the new terminal now. Okay. Sadly. Okay, so it will be pretty easy for you two to connect once you're, once you're there. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. So heading straight to the resort, I imagine, getting checked in. Do you have any kind of preference for what section of Pop Century you're going to be in? Um, we did. Um, we have a preferred room and I used um, we have a nice. subscription to touring plans. So we were able to submit a um, a room request for, I think, uh, a room in the 50s building, um, like on the second floor, because I don't I don't particularly love being on the first floor. Um, but like the second floor is good. Like that way, at least like, I don't feel like, I feel like I don't have to go to the elevator, like one floor steps, like, oh, like even two floors, I probably would be okay walking. Um, that's where we stayed last January. And it was nice. Cause it was, it was close to the front. It was close to the buses. It wasn't a super far walk to go back over to, um, the Skyliner. Um, so that's hopefully we get our room that we requested. And let's be honest, I'm an emergency manager. I'm way more comfortable being on the second floor. It's like easy exit. No mm. one will steal us because we're not on the first floor. Uh, <laughs> so that's the, you know, everybody has irrational fears. I am a, I'm a single woman living alone. Sleeping on the first floor buildings is not something I do mm. ever in life. So I'm yeah. very happy with that. And honestly, it was nice in the morning. I felt like walking down the steps to get us to stretch our legs a little bit more. Uh, but it was really nice at the end of the day. I didn't feel like I was hiking all the way back to my room when you're like ready to drop. Right. Yeah. I, I don't really like sleeping on the first floor either, regardless of whether I'm there by myself or I'm there with my family. I'm just not a first floor kind of person. And when you're talking yeah. a value resort where the rooms open to the outside and it's hard concrete outside your door, the sound of everyone walking past with yes. suitcases or walking past just to go to the food court to get foods, like families talking at full volume, not really thinking about like, oh, there might be people who still haven't gotten up yet because it's 630 in the morning, that sort of thing. Um, so it's nice to be up just even one level. Yeah. 
The only time we didn't was when we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge and I said, I said we wanted a room near the lobby and we were like five rooms in on the first floor. That was the only time I felt comfortable with it. And that room was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at well, Animal Kingdom Lodge, you don't have that many people no, going off no, into the room hallway. No, like, if they're not no. staying there, then they're kind of sticking to the middle section. And if they are staying exactly. there, the hallways are carpeted. Yeah. Yeah. After you get checked in, you don't have a park day this day, correct? Correct. correct. Okay. So what kind of fun are you going to get into on Thursday the 18th? I have been known to immediately put on a bathing suit and a jump in a pool. I don't know that it will be warm enough for that, but that's often my immediate MO. Maria, not so much, but I'm like, get me in the water. This is amazing. It's not cold here. But I don't really think that's going to be practical this time. And Maria is definitely looking at me like you're a crazy person. It might only be 65 degrees. Well, have you looked at the weather yet? So this is the other fun thing. Yes. Maria and I have found uh, her weather forecast and the weather forecast on my phone are like 10 degrees different. So we're still trying to figure out what's real. I'm inclined to believe Maria's and not mine. Uh, Maybe I'm just being optimistic. But we texted each other screenshots of the weather report. And yeah, like a solid 7 to 10 degree difference. And I was like, "This, how is this possible? So I'm going to go with even at Maria's forecast, it probably won't be warm enough for me to jump in a pool. But mine's different today from the other day. Or we do it like just like a polar plunge and you just jump in. I'm looking right now at the Apple weather and the highest I see is 73 for the yeah, entire time. I'm not probably not going to go jump in a pool. I'm bringing a bathing suit. I might get crazy. We'll bring a bathing suit just in case, but... Maybe maybe go to the pool bar. Maria, what is the plan for the rest of Thursday? So Thursday, we do have a dinner reservation at Summer House on the Lake at Disney Springs. I was excited to get that because the... Um, oh, the yes, new Yes, place. yes, because it's new and I needed okay. to be like fancy influencer-y. Um, and apparently the, they have like a cookie bar that looks like... A, not like a bar, like a cookie bar. It's like a bar that has like... All these different cookies, yeah. I don't you think you told say me that, that part. I'm I'm immediately more excited. Yeah, I mean, we're still going to Gideon's, but <laughs> we can get cookies there as well. I was also thinking of possibly suggesting going over to one or both of the character warehouse outlets. I see you. I like that plan. Yeah, because then I figure we could do that, and then if there's anything we like, we could buy it then, and then not, yeah. Mm-hmm. That No, I love doing that sort of closer to the beginning of a trip for that very reason. Because if you find things you love there at reduced prices, then you're less likely to buy the full price stuff exactly. in the park. Sometimes it doesn't stop me, but <laughs> whatever. Um, have you ever been to the International Drive Character Warehouse location? Because I have not. I think we have. So I've been to one multiple times. I think it's the one on iDrive. You've probably been to the one at Vineland which is the one closest to Disney. Oh, yes, then I have been to that one. You're right. The one that's by the church. Yes, the church, and then there's the, uh, it's like an outlet mall, and the food court is where... Yeah, okay, yeah. then I've been to that one. Yeah, I've never been to the one that's farther away, and I had some guests recently. I want to say it was the two ladies from Parents on mm-hmm. Disney, and they ended up going over to that location just to check out something different because they hadn't before. They didn't like it as much, so they ended up Ubering, I think, from there over to the one that we've been to a million Interesting. times. Interesting. That makes so, me feel better. I'm that the closer saying, one like, is maybe a little bit better. Right. It's farther away anyway. So I I and if you're gonna be at Disney Springs, the Vineland location is close to right. Disney Springs. So if you want to like have convenience and not be wasting time in Ubers. And yeah. So and I was stuff. thinking like go to go to Vineland, check it out, and then go to Disney Springs. So they said we have a, a seven fifteen dinner reservation. And this time we won't have to go to Sephora to buy me mascara because I left you, it at you home. You better not. Yeah. No, don't let that happen. You do not want to waste vacation money on fancy mascara that you already yeah. own at home. I bought a travel size and I still use it. So I feel like that's okay. But yes, oh, we're okay. not going to forget those things. <laughs> Literally, I was searching through. I was like, I know Maria texted me a photo of her Disney packing list. And so I was going through all the photos in our text chain to find the master Disney packing list. Mm -hmm. And actually the one thing for me to do today, the one thing on my to-do list for today was take that from a photo from a text message from two years ago and actually write it down for myself so that I have a master Disney packing list. But Maria is better at that stuff than I am. I'm going to suggest throw it in a Google Doc that you share as a template. Oh, smart. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what I would do. Well, uh, summer plays on the lake. You're excited about the yeah. cookie bar, but what else, you know, are you looking forward to there, Maria? I imagine that you have scoured the menu because with, for listeners who did not listen to Maria's, Maria's episode in October, she does have some specific dietary needs. And I'm not sure, Chrissy, if you do as well. I do. I have Crohn's disease. Okay. So I'm a little bit more friendly with dairy than Maria is, but still have some things like I don't, I'm not the kind of person that can walk into a restaurant without having studied the menu to make sure I can eat there in the past. And I remember that when we right. made the reservation, we looked at the menu and we were like, okay, there's enough options that enough didn't choices. have cheese in them. And I felt like it was a good thing. There was enough things that I felt like I could eat, but I feel I did that when we made the reservation and haven't looked at it since. H- hence me at my surprise. No recollection of what I remember looking at the menu. I remember thinking, oh, there's enough stuff here that I could eat or could ask for cheese to be removed from. But I'll be darned if I remember what I saw that looked good. Um, I was okay. more well, of a as long as you bar. have enough choices. Yeah, I think so. That'll be my that'll be my plan for the afternoon. I like to look at menus in advance purely because I get overwhelmed by the number of choices sometimes. And it's like yes. I, my eyes cannot focus. I call it menu ADD, where my eyes cannot focus on any one thing. And then it's like I'm not reading anything. And then I have to force yeah. myself. I'm like, you're going to look at this one section and you're going to read it from top to bottom, like one after the other. But if I look at it in advance, I don't get that as much because I've already pre-identified a couple of things that I'm I'm choosing between. Yeah. Anything else at Disney Springs that you're excited to to check out while you're there, besides Gideon's? <laughs> I don't know. See where the wind may take us. Not particularly. I uh, I love I love people watching, so I'm just there mm-hmm. to like sit there and and gander at mm-hmm. all of the things that are currently happening. Yeah, yeah. I heard that they have some new Dole Whip flights over at the Dole Whip stand, so maybe mm. that's something. If you, I had a friend send me them. They looked yes. really good. Dole Whips are surprisingly dietary friendly for most people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really... And delicious. Like, yeah. Like the original ones I think are Yes, vegan, they are. So yeah. pineapple. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Friday, January the 19th. What is the plan there? Yes. Um, we are planning to go to Magic Kingdom. Now, you know, we're very excited that we didn't have to make park reservations for anything. However, with our um, DAS passes, we did have to kind of have an idea of what park we're going to every day so we can pick our um, our pre-arrival selections. Um, so we're going to Magic Kingdom. Um, our DAS selections are Pirates of the Caribbean at 9.30 and Peter Pan at 3. So... We're going to do that. Chrissy has not ridden Tron yet. So we're going to get her on Tron, hopefully twice. My priorities for this trip are literally just are like Tron and Happily Ever After because we haven't seen Happily Ever After since 2019. Oh, yeah. I love Happily Ever After. It's it makes me cry. Yeah, me too. Okay, I am not. This is the big thing. Is like I'm not a crier. In fact, sometimes (laughs) I laugh at Maria because she gets very emotional and excited. and I think it's adorable. Um, but even I will get teary at happily ever after it's, it's, it's real, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I am always, I like to start a Disney trip in magic kingdom. I feel like it's old school, even if we don't stay there the whole day, but I'm like, I don't necessarily feel like I'm fully immersed in the magic until you like get that castle view. Um, so I oh, yeah. usually push to start in magic kingdom, unless there's something else going on that's very specific. Uh, so I'm very excited that we are starting the trip there. And I will say that in general, you know, people talk about like, oh man, you need to have like a, a PhD in Disney to figure out how you're going to plan and what you're going to do. Um, and I will say that having, using the disability access service really changed the game in terms of actually making these vacations feel relaxing. There is still a certain amount of pre-planning that we have to do, uh, but DAS takes a lot of the guesswork and stress out of feeling like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to get to do the things that I want to do? So uh, I'm excited to have that and using that in combination with, I'm guessing we'll probably do individual lightning lanes for Chan just because I, like I said, I haven't ridden it and I really want to, and I don't know that I want to, we'll probably try for the virtual queue as well, but I that's that's the one thing that I was like, I'm willing to pay for that because I don't have to pay for Genie Plus. 
Right. Well, I have a question in relation to to DAS. So if you do a virtual queue for Tron, the virtual queue is very different than the individual lightning lane. Like you're waiting as long as it takes. So if you are someone who has DAS, who gets a virtual queue boarding group, how does that work? Because sometimes, you know, if the line's going to be long, like you have the service that you need to use, will they let you kind of combine it? Yeah. So the way the disability access selections are work, it's you can enter no earlier than the stated time, but you can show up an hour later and it's still okay. So we've done things like, for example, put ourselves virtually in line for Rise of the Resistance and then gone and eaten lunch and watched two shows and say my return time was 1.30 and we didn't get there until 2 or 2.30, that's okay because it's just that you can't come before the allotted time. Well, I'll, so I want to pause easier. you right there because Tron, they are not doing that with Tron. They are no, being I mean, much more strict I'm, about it. Yes. I, I meant like you wouldn't necessarily miss. So if you're waiting in line for Tron, but you were also in line for another attraction, you wouldn't mm. necessarily have to miss your slot oh, for the other attraction. Yeah. I, I, I like I take all of the other attractions aside. I just want to ask like, oh, okay. if you if you have a boarding group for Tron, as somebody who needs the DAS pass, if if when you walk up, it's like, oh, this is going to be an hour wait with my virtual queue standing in this Tron line. Do they do anything for you saying like the reason you have DAS is it's harder for you to wait in lines because of your disability? Yeah, they don't really care. Um, mm. I don't know how the queue for Tron looks because for both of us, it's really about having access to a restroom and water. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't actually know how the queue for Tron is structured, but that's part of the reason why I'm like... I think it's probably worth it to uh, to just pay for the individual lightning lane. Yeah. Um, although waiting in an hour long line when the weather's not disastrous isn't awful. Um, but yeah, for us, it would have to be carefully managed around not needing around not having access to the DAS service. Let's put it that way. I feel like because virtual queue is free, maybe that's like a, a chance exactly. to take. Like you get it, you try. And if it's if it seems like it's taking too long or whatever, and I bet you could ask, you know, once you check into your virtual queue, like how long is this wait really going to be? Yeah. Um, there's yeah. also just uh, Maria will know this, but the the there's a restroom like at the Tron queue. So yeah. if you do need one, you do not have to go very far yeah. to get to it. And it's yes. nice too. It's um, yeah. So I think that my kind of thinking is we'll try for a virtual queue. We'll see what time we get. We'll see what, when it's called and how we're feeling and, you know, try it. And if, it, if it, if we have to get out of line, then we have to get out of line. Like it's not the end of the world. Um, but I think that's right. why, you know, having the, the paid one that is, you know, you go through the line much quicker. I'm okay with paying for it right. because it's that good. Yeah. Yes. Part of being a Disney childless millennial means I can pay to get on the nicest ride. And I understand and respect <laughs> that that is fully a privilege that I have mm -hmm. that yeah. many people and families do not have. But you know what? Y'all get better tax breaks than I do. So I'm going to take the wins where I can. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you you said you may you may or you may not stay at Magic Kingdom the whole day. Your Peter Pan is not until three. So yeah. and you want to do happily ever right. after. And so if that's gonna happen, would you would you anticipate going over to a different park for part of the day, taking a break in the afternoon at some point? How how do you think? Well, so I decided out? I don't know, I was I was looking at um reservations the other day and there was one at Kona Cafe at five o'clock. And I was like, let me grab it and we'll see. Because um, I was figuring we could either, we could, like, we could take, we could, you know, we could do Peter Pan right at three, mosey our way out, get on a boat, go over to Polly, have dinner, maybe from there even go to Epcot and come back. It depends on what time Happily Ever After is going to be. Um, or we might just abandon Kona, go over to Epcot, do some food booths that are like in the front of, um, you know, in Future World area. And then go back over for Happily Ever After. Because mm -hmm. I need to see Happily Ever After. Okay. Have you eaten at Kona before? Yes. For breakfast and dinner, okay. I think. All right. 
I was gonna say, have we gone for dinner? No, yes. we've gone for yeah, brunch. Yes, and uh, breakfast and dinner. We've been there. I just love the Polynesian. I do too. I really do. I really do. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna. I. I have no idea what time happily ever after is at, but I'm. I'm guessing probably like eight o'clock or something. Yeah, if it's early, yeah. and it's open until eleven. As I get older, the January trip time also makes me happy because since the parks all tend to close a little bit earlier, I don't feel like I have that pressure to stay out really late. My friends and my family know that I have what they call my sleepy hour, that once you hit 11 o'clock, I am going to literally, I have done this big falling asleep on my feet. But if you can get me through to midnight, I'm good until like three o'clock in the morning. So, but I don't feel like I have that pressure in January when... The parks all naturally close. Magic Kingdom's open until eleven well, o'clock Magic that Kingdom's night. Open until eleven. <laughs> well, that's okay. I can take a I can take a nap on the bus back to the yeah. resort. Yes, and and the good thing about that is when the park is open past happily ever after, a lot of the families Leave. that are there yes. head on off to their resort, and then it is nice and empty. Yeah, that's my goal. I'll have a coffee at dinner. It'll be Yeah, fine. so now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I will cancel <laughs> yes. that phone reservation and we'll go over to Epcot and then come back. Because at least we could take the monorail. We'll see. True. All right. So may cancel and go to Epcot. Yeah. We will see. All right. And and it is Festival of the Arts right now. So. It is. Very exciting. I personally, it's my favorite festival of all of oh, the really? festivals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that the I love the art. I love browsing. I never buy anything because living in New York City, I have a limited amount of wall space and and all of the wall space I have is is covered in things that I want to be there. Um, So if I'm purchasing anything, it's like for, you know, when we move eventually, which won't happen until at least Alex is out of high school. I love the um, like the chalk drawings on the the pavement. I love the murals. I love getting to participate in the paint by number. I love the food. I love the performance, like everything about it. And having been now to food and wine uh, that I went to for Labor Day weekend, that was my first time ever going to food and wine. I was not really impressed with the selection of food. And when I go to Festival of the Arts, I love so many things food-wise. So that's why it's my favorite. Yeah, I like that it. Um, you do have the opportunity to see and experience things that are Disney-related. But, you know, at the end of the day, all those artists are small businesses. So it's kind of cool to get to see all the things and just how creative people are. Yeah, yeah. That part's fun. Oh, yeah. Sometimes the art, the actual artist is there. So if, especially if it's like an artist, a Disney artist that you follow and enjoy their work, it's kind of cool to just happen upon them sitting there at their art booth. Yeah. I mean, and did Maria send me the entire set of menus and was like, start looking like Maria will have oh. her, her snack itinerary. Mm-hmm. And Maria, is it planned yet? I did. Um, you know how I printed out the one for the, uh, uh, food and wine in the in the fall. Yeah, I did it again in in color. Sorry, work. I use, it's a lot of purple, <laughs> and I have things highlighted. So I have things highlighted that I definitely want to eat. I have things that are like underlined that like I think I could try if I got cheese removed that I'm very mm-hmm. excited about. Maria, you owe your work at least fifty cents in color ink with all this color I, printing. They you're get doing. enough. Of, <laughs> they get enough out of me for the fifty cents. I think yeah, we're good. We'll I'm call sure. it even. I'm sure. Yeah. So I I always recommend to people I've I've recommended a bazillion times, but there is a an app called Food and Wine. It's called Food and Wine, but every festival they adjust the menus within the app. So Chrissy, you might enjoy that if you have not seen it before. Um, and you can mark within the app the things that you're interested in, and then look at the map of Epcot and filter it so it only shows you the things that you are interested in. So then, as you walk around, you know the places you actually need to stop. Yes, I wanted to get like the that. the full menu because I feel like that shows a little bit more of like what's in each item, whereas yeah. on the app it yeah. just is like something. So I need I have the, that was step one. Step two is putting all that information onto the app so we can use it. Yeah, yeah. Very intense. Crazy, I know. I know, I know. But you've got to plan because there's, you know what, there's so many choices. And if you leave it to chance just walking around going, what looks good to me? And there was something halfway around World Showcase that you were the most interested in. Do you really want to fill up before you get to that point? No, you have to have a game plan. (laughs) So that's what Maria does. Maria has her game plan. And she will have you ready to go. Don't mess around. 
<laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> All right. Saturday, January the 20th. What park for Saturday? So Saturday, um, when I was, um, when I had the interview with the DAS um, approval, our DAS pre-selections are soaring over California at three and test track at 430. Um, so we ended up deciding that we're going to go to Animal Kingdom in the morning because there's only a handful of things we want to necessarily do at Animal Kingdom. And then we'll hop over to Epcot from there. For our oh, okay. afternoon DAS and dinner stuff. Yeah. And Animal Kingdom opens at 8 that day, which means with early entry, we could get there as early as 7.30. So, like, Chrissy's making a face. Like, I don't know how early we're going to get there. Um, oh, but... no, girl. I am an early ri- – I go for a walk every morning at 6.30 a.m. So, like, we good. That sounds we're great. good. Yeah. <sighs> and you can get a ton – like, you can basically – you know, if, if you're not interested in seeing every single little thing at Animal Kingdom – you can very much go there and get what you want to get done in the first half of the day, especially if you're focused on riding. I think between eight, eight and even noon, mm-hmm. I was yep. going to say one, because that's when we used to be able to park up. But I think like even between seven 30 and 12 30, 12 o'clock, I think that we can get, you know, even if we have to do Everest as a single rider, um, you know, we saw the Nemo show last time. I don't necessarily need to see it this time. I like it. It's a lovely show. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make me cry, which is great. Um, are you aiming to do flight of passage? Um, a lot of times we'll do like right when the park opens, we'll put ourselves in the DAS line for flight of passage and actually head to, um, something either else. the river journey or something else. Mm-hmm. So that we're, again, we're sort of sitting in that virtual line for flight of passage rather than trying, cause everybody rushes there for rope drop. Right. And I, I, I'm not five feet tall. I don't like, I, and I also childhood trauma. I was uh, once in a crowd situation and I was pushed down a flight of steps and that terrifies me. So like when there's a lot of people that are much taller than me kind of pushing, I'm like, nope, I'm out. So um, I would rather us do something else. And then Mm -hmm. normally with DAS, even a couple minutes before the park technically opens, like we'll just keep checking Mm -hmm. and put ourselves in line as soon as we can. Yeah. Um, And the only other thing with Animal Kingdom timing wise is I do want to look and see uh when kevin is going to be out because she is a delight and uh i would like to i would like to get to see her if we can so i would kind of look around to see what her show times are not that it's a show but her appearance times if you can find uh, anything where it says i i've never even tried to look it's never even really occurred to me to look for that so i would love it if you if you can find something like that let me know because people always want to know when kevin's going to be out and in my mind, it was like, oh, it's just random. So I just kind of like happen upon her. It's amazing. Like we're not big character meet and greet people, mm-hmm. but meeting Kevin, I squealed like a small child. I was so <laughs> oh, happy. We both did. We both did. I was. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> oh my God. listeners, I'm so sorry yeah. if yeah. you just had a sorry. drum burst. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I told you she gets a little uh, bit more excited really than me. Excited. She does. She does. Yeah, I would recommend, uh, personally, if you're going to be able to get in the virtual queue for DAS for Flight of Passage anyway, Navi River Journey always gets a really long line. So that would be, uh, to, to me, the place to go first. And then if you go over yeah. to Everest, it, anytime during that first hour, usually Everest has a really low weight. Right, because everybody rushes over to um, Pandora. So that's right. the that's that's the game plan. Okay, all right. Um, are you uh, folks that that like to ride dinosaur? Um, I think because it's going to be closing at some point, I feel like I've heard rumors that like it's going to be going away or something. I think I want to ride yeah. it. I don't. I don't dislike it. Um, it kind of makes me giggle a lot because like we're not gonna make it we're not gonna make it like really we are gonna make it doc yeah. like calm down um <laughs> so i get entertained by it and chrissy was very much a dinosaur kid as a child like she loved dinosaurs my so barbie rode a I... dinosaur because my sisters wouldn't let me rent the bar borrow the barbie cars Oh, Maria. We almost said rent the Barbie car. Okay, well here's the thing. So so we have an so we have an older sister and then me and then Chrissy. So when we were kids, we got a hand me down Barbie car from one of our like family friends or whatever. Okay. So of course Fran being the oldest was like, This is mine. 
Okay. Uh-huh. And then for my birthday, I got a gray Barbie Corvette with T-top. So obviously that one was mine. It was a gift to me. I don't need to share it. So, and obviously Fran's not going to share because like that, she's the oldest. She has like, you know, eminent domain over the first original pink Barbie Corvette. Um, so there was none for Chrissy. So she used a, Aww. I mean, she's very industrious. She used a Barbie doll. She used a, a dinosaur and she was like, screw you guys. I'm going to have Barbie on a dinosaur. <laughs> I feel like that fits exactly. your personality anyway, though, Chrissy. Like yeah, if does. anybody's it Barbie's going to ride a dinosaur, it's going to be Chrissy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Oh my goodness. All right. So yeah, that's the reason I was asking about dinosaur was because it's going away. I think even people who don't like love it want to ride it one last time and it's being converted over to the Indiana Jones ride like they have in Disneyland. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. They're both the same track anyway, which if you ride Indiana Jones over there, you can feel it's the same track. So they're just going to convert that. So, I mean, the track experience, but for, for those of us who, who are Dr. Seeker fans. I love Dr. Seeker. The way he enters the screen with his little dinosaur hand puppets and <laughs> gets yelled at by <laughs> Felicia Rashad. Like he's just so endearing to me. So I definitely yeah, want yeah. to get that in one last yeah. time because I have no idea when the, the conversion is going to happen. Yeah. Speaking of things that are getting converted that um, would probably be possibly be the last thing time we're going to see it. If the people who listened last time will remember my hot take of I don't really like the uh, Country Bear Jamboree because I think it's weird and creepy. I might might be interested in going on that and watching that Maria, one last time. Maria, I have some bad news for you. It closed this what? week. What? It it's already, already done. I thought it. It's. Closed I thought it was already. not supposed to close to like the twenty sixth. No, it has already closed. Why did they close it early? Who did that? I don't know. I don't know. Because I was, I was thinking. She was like, let's go. And I was like, I'll just take a nap. It'll be fine. I know. I, I didn't no know desires. when it was. No. I didn't know when it was going to close either. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see my sister's face when she sees this thing. No, and, yeah, it was supposed no. to be January 26th. No, it, it literally Crossed this it week. Crossed off the list. This week. And I wonder, it Son makes me wonder, will, if it's closed, when it reopens, you know, it's still going to be Country Bears, just like a different way of doing it so my question is while it's closed will those bears still be roaming Frontierland? probably so i think so probably i saw on instagram um they did a little featurette with some of the new music and oh. i was like this is music i can get behind this is music i can get behind i did not understand the last premise to me it was air conditioned nap time actually <laughs> the last time we went it was so weird that i was like i got we gotta go Guys, what does that say? It's still open. It says it says there's a 15 minute wait for Country Bears Jamboree today on the 14th. I think you're lying to me, Virginia. I think that's what's close to the 26th. On. Let me. I swear I saw it in the news. I saw that it was closing, not that it had closed. Unless the wait times on my Disney experience is lying. Okay, all right. I mean, I, it often does. I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. All Let right. Me see. Country Bear. I mean, I will say for the listeners there, if they happen to be closed by the time we get there, I'm not going to cry. I It was more so like I want to go watch it to be like, wow, no, I was right. This thing is weird and they need to redo it. Hmm. Maybe what I saw was that they had announced new details about the closing. And in my mind, I read. Oh, it maybe that's it what it was. Closed. They were. It was already done. Okay. The final day to okay. see the current version I don't know, of Frontierland <laughs> is January 26th. Maria, two points to Maria. Yes. I let the record show. I'm sorry. I'm such a jerk. I just, no, I love to be no, right. No, no I'm, I'm Even happy with to my let best you friends, I'm sorry. I'm happy to let you be right. I uh, n- do not have any qualms about saying when I um, have given wrong information, I would rather provide the right information. So happy to be corrected. All right. Well, All right. lucky, lucky ladies. So there we go. You get to see it one final sorry, Chris. time. Nap time. <laughs> Chris, I'm giving you an air-conditioned nap. It's fine. I'm okay with that. I just it's fine. feel yes. like, uh, to me, it's like Chuck E. Cheese with 
weird music. And I listened to, I can't remember what podcast it was. I was listening to one of these podcasts that talks sort of about the history of, of Disney and are more like history based. And there was an episode where they were talking about the country bear jamboree and what the songs were. Cause we, we were all confused about the songs, but most of the songs that are in the show were like hits back in the day, like, like pop hits, I guess you'd call them. And so they made sense back then at the time because it was close enough to when they were actually pop hits when that attraction opened for the people that were watching it to get it. We're just modern okay. audiences. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, yeah. I'm a little bit jealous, I have to say, because I really yeah. wanted to see it one last time because I, I, I did mean, not go see if it. If you want, I will, rec- I will record it with our commentary. <laughs> Okay. Well, first of all, there's probably a million good recordings on YouTube. Second of all, I would love your commentary, but I also don't want to like annoy other guests with you sitting there talking the entire time. If you had a way to like True. All right. record it and then go back and put voiceovers with you making comments, I would oh, love that. Maybe. I would love that. Maybe. So. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I make no promises. Okay. Because I may also be like, this This was dumb. I needed. I saw it once and never need to see it again. But I just wanted to put it out there that like I might. I know last time I like pooped all over it, but I, you know, I, I want to maybe give it one last try and then say good riddance forever. All right, um, Chrissy, if you happen to have access to the Instagram you saw with the preview of the new music and and would share that with me, I would be happy to put it in the show notes so anybody who's listening to this sure. Episode, can take a listen to. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. All right. So uh, where were we? So we were talking about Animal Kingdom. So getting back to <laughs> so we talked about, yes, Animal <laughs> Kingdom Saturday morning and then eventually yeah. hopping over to Epcot that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay and watch Luminous that night? Um, possibly. I think it might depend on how tired we feel. But okay. Yeah. I think I would I would like to. I didn't really love Harmonious. Sorry, hot take. Um, but I think now that this one, there's the the new one is is here. Luminous is out. I think maybe we'll see it and see if we like it. Um, I don't know. And if not, like, well, it'll it might be a one and done, but it might be a oh my gosh, we need to watch it all the time. It's it, I don't think it will. I don't think anything will ever take over um, Hot Flavor after in my heart. But. Well, no, but I, I think you can only compare the nighttime shows at Epcot to nighttime shows at Epcot. I don't think it's fair to pit right. it against Happily Ever True. After. Chrissy, what are your thoughts? And I, mean, I, I never really liked Illuminations. Yeah, I was going to say, I really did not like Illuminations. I, I didn't either. So when they had, I, uh, to me, I was like, all right, is Harmonious amazing? No, but it's still better than Illuminations was. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't like the barges of Harmonious, but I love the music. And I've mentioned this multiple times yeah. on the podcast. I listen to that while I work. I listen to the Harmonious soundtrack. It's just there's something really relaxing about listening to songs you're familiar with in other languages because you don't get distracted. Like you can actually keep working while you listen. I like that. I listened I to it the other day at work tomorrow. thinking of you. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I love good. when they do uh, How Far I'll Go. It's in all the other languages, but the line that comes out in English, like really loud, is where I long to be. And it always, like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm working, I'm listening, yeah. I'm like, not getting distracted by it. When they do that one line, I stop and, like, if nobody's around, I will lip sync with it. <laughs> nice. Well, and with the nighttime show, so it, because this is with with this being uh, an annual tradition for the two of us, it does feel like there's a lot less pressure to make sure that we get every single thing checked off. Like if we're tired, I don't feel like I'm not getting my money's worth if we go back to our hotel and rest or we take a break somewhere air conditioned. Again, not so much an issue in January, uh, but there's a lot less pressure on feeling like we've got to do every single thing. I had a technical question for you two as the Skyliner will be down during your trip. Now, I know that during times when yeah. there are like lightning strikes or things like that and they have to close the Skyliner like during regular times when it's, you know, up and running but stops momentarily, um, they will replace mm-hmm. the Skyliner with buses. 
So do you know yeah. in advance of this trip, is the bus situation like you don't you should not have to go all the way to the front of the park because when they shut the Skyliner down, they usually run buses that kind of run along where the Skyliner route is. So you can catch a bus oh. right next to the Skyliner entrance at the International Gateway. So you both, this looks Where? like new information based on your faces. So I'm going to say when yeah. you arrive that day, ask a cast member because when you are ready to leave for the day, you may be able to enter, uh, excuse me, exit out the international gateway. And there's like a, a sidewalk that goes right past the Skyliner that like you could, they will lead you off down that sidewalk to then catch a bus. That's what happens when it goes down for like weather. Oh, Okay. Interesting. Cause I was, cause in my head, I was thinking on the other side, like at pop, like there's a bus stop for Epcot at the front of pop. Like there is at every other like value resort. Right. Um, but I didn't think about like not having to, yes, Chris, we'll have to remember to ask that. Um, yeah. I've added it to my and list. I think, Thank you. I, I have to like, I, I don't really remember, but I think like if you're standing, like if you've exited the international gateway and you're staring yep, okay. at the sidewalk up to the skyliner where the cast member is like motioning you yep. to the skyliner or whatever, yep. I think just to the left of them maybe is there's like a little gate with a sidewalk and that's where they open it up during those times and they're like buses over here. But I don't. So, like, instead of going up that ramp, it's to the left of that ramp. I think so. You go off to the side of the ramp. And it takes you off to where a bus is waiting, and then you can take that to go back to any interesting of the okay. resorts. So, just something to ask about. Now, just as a note, when the Skyliner has closed based on weather, from what I've heard from people, even though that is the protocol, like the Skyliner has stopped, we are now reverting over to the bus system along this way. Not every cast member knows what's supposed to be happening or is well-versed on where these buses might be or that they even do that. So gotcha. ask a cast member, but also be prepared the fact that they may not know. About to ask another one? Thing. Right. I would ask at least two to get, you know, a clear sense of what actually is going on. But I would just hate for you to walk all the way to the front of the park. That's usually my MO when I'm in New York and have to ask someone questions. You always have to ask someone two people questions because – Someone might just be wanting to mess with you or just not have any idea of what they're doing. So you got to corroborate the answers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited when we're in Epcot to see Soren over California and have a slightly different experience there. Have uh, Maria, have you done Soren over California yes. before? Oh, wait, you did it in October. Yes, ma'am. I did it back in October. Yes, you did. Yes. Okay. So she's just going to have to experience my childlike wonder. Because Mike did not have childlike wonder on it. No. I've now had my own opportunity to ride Soarin' Over California, which I had not when you and I spoke, Maria. Um, so right. I enjoyed right. it. I like Soarin' Around the World better, um, partly because of I, the transitions. When you do Soarin' Over California, it's like it just dramatically jumps from one scene Abrupt. to the other. Um, oh, so I'd yeah. rather it like- Right, there's no whale jumping the- right. yeah. I want a whale jumping. I want sand being thrown in the air. I want- <laughs> That's exactly. I, I want it to smell like elephants and grasslands. I don't know if I want Thank it to you. smell like elephants. But <laughs> elephants, yeah. Grasslands, have, have yes. Have you been elephants, to the no. circus? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Sunday, January 21st. Which park are you going to that day? I'm going to take a stab and say Hollywood Studios. Oh, Virginia, you are very smart. Yes. Um, Hollywood Studios opens uh, 9 o'clock that day, so 8.30 for early entry and then we have das for slinky dog at 9 30 toy story mania at 10 nice what are your other priorities at uh hollywood studios um i think for me it would be rise um mickey and minnie's and the frozen show because chrissy knows and i think i told the listeners last time that i love the frozen sing-along mm -hmm. I, I cry during the snope at the end of the frozen sing-along. Chrissy has multiple videos and multiple pictures of me crying during it. So I wouldn't want to deprive her of that <laughs> childlike joy that I get. No, that would be, be really sad. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you have any other priorities? Um, I really like wandering around in Batu in the morning when it's a little bit quieter and there's just not as much going on. Like, I feel like you can kind of explore and wander a little bit. Um, 
So I want to have at least a little bit of time to just do some of that exploration. But no, ride priorities are are pretty much the same as what Maria shared. And, and, and honestly, breakfast my Ronto biggest rep. priority breakfast and a breakfast Ronto Ronto wrap. We're very snack. We're very snack motivated on our yeah, trips. We, we haven't really talked about snacks yet, Chris, at all. No, we have not. Literally. My list of priorities was Tron, Happily Ever After, and International Festival of the Arts. And in parentheses, it says mostly the snacks. (laughs) So I know where my priorities lie. And then on Sunday, like I said, my other, it's not in Hollywood Studios, but I I don't care if we only just go over to Magic Kingdom specifically to just ride Big Thunder, but Big Thunder is closed until Sunday and we will be going back to ride Big Thunder. Yes. Oh, I hope so. And I don't care if that's the last thing I do when we go back to our, like, I, it can just be once, but that is happening. Okay. Right. Yeah. I love Big Thunder and it is the wildest ride in the wilderness. So you must get over there. Yeah. How long, how long will it have been down before it reopens on Sunday, the 21st? I think it's just like a week or two. It's not, it's regular winter maintenance a lot. And that's the thing about going in, that's the risk of going in January is there's a bunch of things like when Splash Mountain was open, this was always around when Splash Mountain's winter maintenance was. Uh, but for me, it's worth it to not have the crowds. Right. Or the heat. Like Big, Th- Big Thunder's open today. So oh, okay. it's a short yeah. refurb. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have any dining reservations this this day for lunch or dinner since we know you'll be having your breakfast ronto wrap no i think we'll do the breakfast ronto wrap um i i mean i like the the quick service from um woody's lunchbox i like the quick service from backlot express i like abc commissary um because i think those places you can get like decent like salads and stuff like that so my imagination would be we'd get the ronto wrap for breakfast name whatever you know kind of quick service and then you know, hop over to, if we're hopping over to um, Magic Kingdom, maybe even just getting like corn dog nugs. I love those corn dog nuggets from Casey's. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're a classic. Yeah. All right. So we've made it to Monday, January 22nd, which is your departure yes. day. What time are your flights this day? Um, Chrissy's Pretty flight. late. Yeah. 6.50 and 7.10. Okay. And we do actually have a reservation that day. We, um, Maria found on the internet that if you get any service at the Grand Floridian Spa, you are able to use the spa amenities for the day. So we're getting pedicures and hanging out in the spa for a decent chunk of the morning. Something new to try. Okay. All right. I did a massage during my solo trip. And it was lovely. And I did not spend very much time over in the spa after it was over, but it seemed really lovely. Like they, they had all the cucumber water <laughs> that you could drink. Which you know I love cucumber stuff. I know you do. <laughs> and I think that like <laughs> they, I don't, I don't know if it was just because I got a massage or whether they'll do this for your pedicure or not, but I walked away with like a little tiny, like Grand Floridian uh, branded bag of like bath salts. Um, and oh, they cute. just smell so good. I have, I have yet to use them because I'm like, I don't know, saving them for a special day. Saving them for well, a rainy saving, day. Yeah. Saving them for a rainy day and saving them for a time when I have access to a giant deep bathtub, which I do not have in yes, this city apartment. So yeah. perhaps. Perhaps I can throw them into my luggage for my February trip because I will have that deep silver tub at Wilderness Lodge. That's my plan. Okay. They're going to be like, ma'am, what's this in your luggage? I'm going to be like, it's 50 pounds of bath Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's bath salts, but not the drug kind. No, no, not the drug kind. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I think we I saw online that like that you have access to like there's like a steam room and like relaxation rooms and like a, a whirlpool. So we're just gonna be like you know ladies of le- ladies of leisure at the spa for the morning. And then I also want to go to um, so we can also go to Basin then. Yeah, Basin. I'm very sensitive to smell, so my tolerance for Basin is like five minutes. But I can sit outside while Maria shops. Yeah, there are worse places to sit than in the lobby of the Grand Floridian listening to piano music and people watching. Exactly. 
And do you think you will uh, get any time over in the Enchanted Rose? Maybe have a oh. little pre pre departure cocktail. Perhaps both of I see like light bulbs coming on. Yeah, I mean, I I. <laughs> I have to see what I time they and open. And I feel like yeah, a drink on a, a right, idea. like a drink on a Monday afternoon sounds like a great idea. Always, it's always a good idea. I don't know what time they open. It's got to be sometime in the afternoon, though, because I remember when I went over there in December, it was like just opening. So it it might be like three o'clock. It might be cutting it real close for you to be able to get back to. To pop and get your yeah. things because I imagine you will leave your things at pop with Bill. Three thirty. Mm, yeah. It doesn't open until three thirty. Okay. Okay. I might be too yeah. tight. Oh well, another time. Well, I mean, there's nothing stopping you from getting a cocktail somewhere else, right? That's true. That's true. Like, yeah. go back to Pop Century to get your things and have a little margarita at the bar before you. <laughs> There we go. Well, like, and I know people are very, people are, people are very, like, I want to drink around the world. And I'm like, I want my calories to go to snacks. Thank you. (laughs) So, like, we will have a drink, but, but our Disney trips do not usually involve a ton of alcohol. Like I said, I would just rather spend my money on snacks. Yeah. I think that there's value in both, right? I was going to say, there are a couple cocktails in Festival of the Arts that look interesting. Oh, yeah. That I might want yeah. to try. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. And right. again, it won't be 7 million degrees. It, that's always, that's the problem is I don't want to mix alcohol and high humidity. No, it, it will be easier to do yeah. then. And there's nothing that says that when you get a drink at one of those booths that it has to be all you. You could split them and that way you get to right. try more things. We can share. Right. Yeah. It's true. So what time do you- Sharing is caring. <laughs> It's true. It is. What time do you anticipate needing to head back to Pop Century to get your luggage so that you will have enough time to comfortably make your flights? Oh, I didn't. I didn't thought of that part yet. I don't like to think about the leaving. For the leaving, we will almost always do a Lyft or an Uber, just because you have a little bit. You have a lot more control over departure, over your departure time versus like the big bus systems, but. I also, I mean, we both have pre-check, so we don't, I don't feel like we have to get to the airport crazy early. I also, I am by nature, I'm a little bit of a chaos muppet when it comes to flights. I'm like, I'll get to the airport an hour before boarding. Okay. I don't need to sit around. That's why I like, I like to fly after she leaves. So Maria gets to be in charge of the airport times because I'd be like, nah, it's fine. Okay. I, I just want to pause and acknowledge that. I love the term chaos muppet. There's a theory about order muppets and chaos muppets, and it's real. Wait, have I never? No, I'll I've send never you the link. This and I and I'm I'm my wheels are turning, and I'm like, Stitch is too chaotic for me. Like all these things are too chaotic for me. But I love muppets, so chaos muppet doesn't sound that bad to me, and, and except for maybe like animal. Animals a little too chaotic for me. I mean, animals obviously a chaos muppet, but like. Ernie is a chaos Muppet where Bert is an order Muppet and everybody has a little bit of chaos. Like Piggy is a chaos Muppet. Kermie is an order Muppet. Yes. Right. Right. Um, right. Yes. So I think I'm very much an order Muppet. I'm I'm a Kermit. I will admit it. Yeah. Virginia, this is why we're friends. (laughs) No, my travel tendencies. I once got, I once, walked down the stairs of a 523 Amtrak train at 520. Like that was not necessarily my fault, but I, I don't like waiting in places. So I'm like, I, I, I've got it down to a science, but yes, I am a, I am a little bit of a chaos muppet when I travel. My coworkers judge me for it all the okay. time. So let's do a little backwards math here. The first flight leaves at 650. Right. What time do we need to leave Dis- Disney property right. to make a 650 flight? Well, let's think of like, what time do you want to get to the airport? So I would say boarding will probably begin for a 650 flight at about. At like 630, 620. 620, I would say. Right. Probably around five. No later than five. I think probably, probably get to the airport at five, which means I would want to be leaving pop by like 415 to be safe, which means we would probably need to leave Grand Floridian at 
3.30 to 3.45. And I would say just to just to allow for anything else, I would say, why don't you aim for three, knowing that you have that flexibility three, yeah. really like 3.45. So you have a little win- a cushion. Right, yeah. And what time is your pedicure? 10.30. Oh, it's like 10.30 in the morning. Oh, okay. We have plenty of time. All right. Yeah. No, I made it early. Early, but not too early. So if we need to have a bit of a lie-in, we can. Nice. What are your breakfast plans for that day? Uh, TBD. Because, so I think the, on the, the, on the, the website for the, the spa said that they want you to be there a half an hour before your appointment time. So if we need to be there at 10, like, I think we got to figure out then like how early we're going to leave the hotel to like get our stuff at Tabelle services. And then are we going to take like a bus over to magic kingdom and then walk or just take a lift? So I don't know if it might just be like grab and go. Um, because I think it depends on how tired we are from the night before of if we want to try to do a quick service breakfast at Grand Floridian or the food court at Pop. Play it by ear. All right. Well, this sounds like a wonderful annual sister trip for the two of you. I can't wait to hear how it all goes. So excited. And um, so excited that that Chrissy finally made it onto the podcast. I've been like itching to get her on here. <laughs> So thank you both for sharing all the plans and we will talk very soon to hear how it all Thanks, went. Virginia. Sounds good. Thanks for having us. Thank you again to Maria and Chrissy. Their post-trip interview is live and ready for you now. And with that, I hope you'll all keep daydreaming about where you long to be. Mm-hmm.